0: Welcome to the Misfit Messengers Podcast, hosted by Jenny Moffitt and Amanda Hoshite. All right, well here we are on another fantastic episode of this thing called the Misfit Messengers Podcast. And if the sound seems odd, like a little echoey, well that's because we're recording live and in person in a a very
1: echoey room. So we had to scour a camp for an open door, (laughs) and we found one. Oh, that reminds me of that song. Love Must is an open, open door.
0: <laughs> yep, anyway, yep, that happened.
2: What am I getting into?
0: <laughs> Indeed.
2: Sing so, along, sing along.
0: <laughs> this, is, this is what happens, Brian. You yeah. didn't know. You didn't it's know. All right. So, uh, so okay. we are here at Camp Mahaska. This is in Bourbon, Missouri. And we're here actually for a retreat that we all have to be at. And we thought, what a great opportunity to do some podcasts while we're here together in the same room and so we have for the first time amanda's husband brian as a guest on the podcast so i just want to before you you yeah. begin i want to just inform you guys that the fantastic intro and outro music Aww. for the podcast is courtesy of brian so
1: yeah i just came to him and said i need an intro <laughs> and outro and he just pulled his guitar and was like like that and i was like yes
0: and and it worked out, yeah, that's what it sounds good, and that's so we're, we're pretty excited. So, uh, Brian, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us any weird, whatever you want to tell us. Okay. It doesn't have to be weird, uh, it can be just normal.
2: <laughs> my name is Brian Hoshite. For uh, the last uh, 14 plus years, I've been married to the lovely Amanda Hoshite. Has it been that long? 14 <laughs> plus years, yeah.
0: No. 14 plus.
2: 14, almost 14, correct me, almost 14 this year.
0: Nuh-uh. No. Yes. What year did you get married? Let's do the math. 2009. Okay. What is it? That would be what wow. month? Uh, September. So not quite 14. Okay, Close. he's a math guy. I don't
1: even know I'm questioning this. I'm That's all right. Am
0: I this old existential
2: crisis currently? Yeah. My, my son informed me
1: that 35 is middle age now, so... It's not. not. Because of when so, we'll die. When most, people, most people die.
2: No,
0: it's no.
1: So anyway. Life I'm
0: expectancy like, is bigger than 70 in this country. I don't know. I eat a lot of food. <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. 14 <laughs> years. I'm so nearly
2: 14 years. It's 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 been wonderful with the kids and, and all sorts of uh, wild ministry experiences. The best part is like when we experience these things alone away from each other at the end of the day we look at each other boy that do i got a story to tell you <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> so um so yeah uh we move around a bit we are relocating mm. soon so we are packing up for the end of june yeah so
0: packing up a whole house yikes yeah. not looking forward to that when it happens but I guess just a part of what we do, huh? Oh. Yep. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> yep.
0: Okay, well, moving right along. Yeah. So typically, Brian, uh, what we do, and, and I'm sure your wife has informed you, but uh, the second question or the next question that we usually ask is, what are you reading or studying right now that's kind of impacting you? Um, and that could be scripture or not scripture, but I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of Bible, but could be anything that you're reading or studying right now that, or or what what is God teaching you right right now?
2: Something Ooh. like that. Uh, been all over the place with the Bible because uh, because of what we preach on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, which has been through Old Testament over the past year plus, and then we connect it with New Testament. Mm-hmm. But in Bible study, I follow straight through. So uh, we are now on Matthew. Uh, so I think about the sermon on the mount which i'm finishing up next monday okay when, when i get back to it we're off today yeah uh but uh i'm excited to finish that up and then the summer with its busy schedule will take over but but anyway it's been really good reading um the words of jesus mm-hmm. uh the way the kingdom is the kingdom gets me all the time where it's like is this okay that we think and act this way in the here and now Mm -hmm. so that's that's where i'm probably gonna be getting into a bit more with you all with you both here um but that's what gets me is just the nature of the kingdom the upside down ways of things uh the you know um
0: so like the kingdom of god that that matthew references or kingdom of heaven yeah and how that's really kind of backwards to what the world thinks yeah. How the world kind of looks at living.
2: That's is that what you're thinking? That's why people looked at Jesus as backwards. <laughs> of, or just like the opposite of what they expected. Yeah. Okay. When he calls himself the Messiah, mm-hmm. uh, that's not what they expected. They expected someone who was empowering them for the here and now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, that's a lot of what ministry is about. Like for us is is the opposite effect of what we expected, the opposite kind of work that we mm-hmm. expected. So.
0: Ooh. do you want to unpack that at all? <laughs> you don't have to, but that's
2: well—that's kind of a big. Five thing. years ago, I didn't think I'd be doing a lot of the stuff that okay. I've done the past five years. Fair, fair. Um, no particular people or nothing in. Yeah, too much, but. The most impactful moments for myself and the people I'm ministering to tend to be the very much, maybe not wearing the uniform or just being with mm-hmm. them one-on-one and, um, and uh, being with them, listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cup of coffee, just away from the more uh, formal, arrangement of Sunday morning
1: yeah so what I hear you saying is like kind of going into ministry you're expecting the pulpit the studies the programming but you're finding more of uh the fulfillment in the little one-on-one unseen type of times
2: exactly and and another thing I was expecting was you mentioned all the pulpit and the studies I expected more personal space but (laughs) it's not really the case but but, yeah. but God needs to work on our hearts our hearts need working on too and a lot of times is I just want to be left alone. this is not the time or place and it isn't yeah but the way the kingdom works it shakes things up in our in our nice little world <laughs> You're not that wrong. we live in right now nice and proper
1: poor, poor Brian doesn't get left alone at the church <laughs> or by me at home or, home oh,
0: or, or by the kids or by the dogs but,
2: those but, are but some of the best moments and exactly after the, I come the God moments, after right? I after I realize that's what I'm learning from God. That's yeah. what He's teaching me. So
1: what one of the phrases that Brian has that I love is divine interruption. Mm, yep. Do you wanna talk through that concept?
2: Well Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when you're it's usually when you have a deadline, when you have paperwork <laughs> like a yeah. very strict deadline that pe- people are emailing you about like we need this now we need this now and then someone has like a crisis right in front of your face right there yeah so when it's right there and the email uh, on the community is right over there and and um it's just and that can always wait because we don't always look at emails right away but but when That's when I find it's most divine. Yeah. Especially when I get a call, oh, someone needs a room. Mm. Like, uh, if they're homeless. Yeah. And I'm like, not again. It's not (laughs) in the budget. Right. But then I either, well, it's usually in person. It's a lot better than on the phone because we can't really, um, uh, do intake on the phone doesn't really work. But, right. but in person, you, you get to see people in their brokenness. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they test you out to see if you're safe. Mm-hmm. And if, if they view that you are, they just, they just unload whatever it is. Yeah, It's not as overwhelming as you might think it would be, but it's just like them being real and vulnerable before you and and then we figure things out together <laughs> yeah and and whatever it is that in, in whatever ways we can help them mm-hmm. not just with room not just with food but with that solace the the peace of god that surpasses all understanding where they're like where does that come from you know <laughs> like yeah. and and i think about that myself where does it come from it's not my own um natural sense of things Mm -hmm. not what I was planning to do I was planning to get that (laughs) report done because people need it right now (laughs) right but I a lot of times (laughs) I, I say in my emails I am very sorry for the delay right a lot of times because usually the delay is something that they might not um might not make sense to them but if I'm on the phone with people I've been able to explain to people uh in business that uh more or less what I was handling at the time mm-hmm. without giving away personal info, but just. Right. But those, those are really the wow moments once you let yourself um, be used in that way. It's right. funny how we have a, we think we have like a clear-cut way of how to be used. Like this is practical terms, but a lot of the kingdom stuff is not practical in these, in our, in our world. Right. But it's practical to God, mm-hmm. and he shows us this is my world. Right. You've got to learn to adapt to me. Right. I'm not, you're not going to put me in the box. <laughs> you know, it's just like, ah, uh, and, and that scares me. I don't want to put God in the box. I don't want to think I have God where I want him. Yeah. And using his name mm-hmm. in a superficial and fake way. Or you know synthetic not not real and natural
0: right no that's that's awesome and I think you're not wrong the world tells us reports are important yeah and we tend to focus on getting those types of things done yeah in lieu of the immediate to, to pause to stop to say I've that can wait as much as that deadline crept up on me it can wait um, we just had a situation at our core in Manitowoc last weekend when we had a movie night. Mm. And uh, it was Saturday night, movie night. We're sitting there watching our movie as a core, and, and the doorbell goes off, which it's a Saturday. We, you know, we don't mm-hmm. generally say we help people on Saturdays, right? And it was this absolutely distraught young man, mm. just distraught. He and his wife and children, three children under the age of four, had just been booted from his mom's house. They were living there with her uh, to save up money until they could find a place of their own. And just kind of out of the middle of nowhere, mm. she said, you're out and don't come back. And they were up a creek without a paddle. And it's one of those things, you know, pause, stop what you're doing, right? Yeah. They can go, They can, the core can keep watching that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, But I was able to sit and talk with him for, calm him down, talk to his wife, talk to the kids, arrange for some assistance for them to kind of band-aid for the weekend, right? Um, But to those God moments supersede your agenda, right? We we make a plan. I, I always joke that a friend of mine always says the only reason I keep a calendar is to see where I deviated, <laughs> because deviations are kind of the norm when it comes to ministry and yeah. working with God, right?
2: They are, but I'm not I'm not um, I'm not being a proponent for slacking or oh, absolutely making it all. I mean, for the most part, we managed to get everything done as it, you know, yeah. as it comes. Because some of those, there's usually multiple business-type priorities at once. And right. what's the one that's creeping up? Mm-hmm. What's the one that's the quickest, most effective way? If I have the quickest, most effective yeah. way to get right. that done, I will. Um, um,
1: this reminds me, too, just divine interruptions. We were taught, we just had to do something uh, where called the mission and purpose council where we had to essentially tell um our leadership how are we living out god's mission in our day-to-day programming um and one of the programs that we have is something called pathway of hope which is just a program for parents with children to break intergenerational poverty and uh, we have a, a woman who is one of our biggest success stories she went from uh domestic violence fled that was homeless two children um no high school education no vehicle um and through um just goal setting and in the, in the program she now is a business owner and um has her own home and is actually employing other people and uh, it's a wonderful story but I was trying to remember back to when I had first met her mm. and I first met her in the food pantry and she just and I was really busy Really, really busy. And she just, the Holy Spirit just, like, she just looked sad. the Holy Spirit said, go and sit and talk to this lady. You know? And I was like, no, I don't do that. I don't like people. No, I mean, I do. But, you know, in that moment, I'm like, uh, no. (laughs) Brian's way nicer than I am. But the Holy Spirit, and I did, and I talked to her and got to know her, and I thought she would be a good candidate for the Pathway of Hope program. And then this whole thing. But, again, that was just a divine interruption i didn't have the the quote time for her Hmm. but the kingdom sure had the time for her and now her life for christ is impacting wow a slew of other people her daughter is about to go to a missionary trip um you know her son will be coming to camp here um she's remarried to a wonderful man like and she's you know spreading christ to her clients and to her new employees and it's just one of those like God's plan is so much bigger you know we talk about the big timeline God, you know yeah <laughs> like, well we're stuck in our day to day and our to- dos which are important so anyone leadership like we do our rewards, it's fine but <laughs> God is a big big picture God
2: and what I'm thinking is the biggest seller of what people what helps people uh, be aware of the kingdom of, the kingdom of God what it has for you, what it has for others, what you just described, the power of transformation Mm -hmm. in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait till you see him. You shouldn't, right? because this world will just take you down, eat you up, spit you out. It just, it's horrible to see these crises. We can't, and we as ministers can't, um, we think we can't be interrupted.
0: Sometimes. That's what Sometimes. we think. Yep.
2: Well, God shows us we can't deny this broken vessel. Right. The simplest of ways to help, like a drink of water. Uh,
1: right. Uh, Brian and I and,
2: watched him you know, so we
1: uh, like cheesy movies. It's one of the things we like, cheesy Christian movies. But there was this one, I think it's Brother White. Is that the name of it? Brother White, yeah. Yeah, it's a, With, uh, a Pure Flix movie. It's it's about a man who has to go into, or he gets put on to, to pastor a predominantly all black church. But in the big church that he started at, he was like the third ring, third through fifth grade teacher, whatever, mm-hmm. like on the staff of like, whatever, 30, 40 people. <laughs> um, but he had all of these ideas. And the, the head pastor said, yeah, there's a problem with outreach. They reach back. <laughs> yeah. you know because they saying these people need this one he was like oh that's the problem when you outreach is when they reach back you know and,
2: <laughs> so, and that guy drives away in a sports car or right, something yeah, you know that, he's just like they're all trying to get up the corporate, about, corporate ladder large, corporate ladder in church yeah. it was just it was churches, satire it's, a, it's what could happen if we're not careful right. in church but that sometimes is our yeah.
1: uh, our our in our in our leadership like oh that's I wanna the s- outreach reaching back you know i to see it's that an
0: opportunity <laughs> i, I mean, like the
2: idea of a white pastor coming to a black church trying to trying to make sense of it and trying to adapt to to the lovely culture is, you know it's, a, it, it's yeah. a really good tasteful movie well
0: just adapting to different cultures in general. I mean yeah. anywhere you go could be potentially a very different uh, culture than what you're accustomed to. Yeah. Um, but it, it's always again, if you're if you're about the kingdom of God, first and foremost, right? Matthew six, thirty-three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I think there's a song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know there's a song. We all know there's I a song. I just sung it, yeah. <laughs> it just um but uh, just being open and available to what the Holy Spirit is doing, and to and to not quench that spirit when He does move, because it's it would be easy to do. It would be easy to say, "I'm sorry, come back on Monday when we're open," right? <laughs> or just to hide, you know, pull one of those. Right. Do you
1: like ever remember that when you maybe were a kid and you got left home alone <laughs> and someone comes to the door and you're like, "Nope," and you like fall flat on the ground under the windows? Is that just a me? No one's relating. Okay,
0: well, yeah. like, I mean, I did that. Actually... I grew up yeah. on a
2: farm, yeah. okay? You'd be really freaked out if someone
0: came to your door.
2: Like, Me too. Difference, I,
0: difference I, couldn't see, I
2: couldn't see neighbors' houses in the country <laughs> from our front door.
0: But I get okay. the concept. Yes. The concept
1: is understandable. Well, in the city, when you're home alone and, the, and uh, your child care is don't answer the door for anyone. <laughs> the 90s were different times, folks. Yes. <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, moving right along, I feel like uh, all of this kind of segues well into you know, the, the thing that we like to always ask people. And I feel like your answer has kind of been mixed in with what you've already talked about. But what, what for you, Brian, is the best part of ministry? Besides working with me. Well, yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> being able to work with your spouse has to be like mi- a mixed bag, really, honestly. <laughs> it
2: works out real good. I, I couldn't imagine doing all this. With
1: anybody
0: it. else or with... Right. with, oh, with that's another. the right answer. No, it, but it's,
2: it's true. Yeah.
0: But, um, but what, in general, what do you think? And you know, it doesn't have, like, you, you don't have to give us a top ten or anything, but you know, what are the best parts of doing this thing called ministry? Take your time. It's a big Yeah,
2: um, it has something to do with that. I, I thought I was kind of getting to that answer. Yeah. I eventually it was with the uh, divine interruptions. Or divine appointments. Right. God appointing something to be done in his timing and not God's. So yeah. some of the best parts are um, being friends to people who, who don't feel like they have any other friends. Yeah. Have. But, you know, it's, it's tricky because they talk about boundaries and stuff like that in in ministry books and stuff, which... It's important to have healthy boundaries, Absolutely. and at the same time, we don't want to guard ourselves so much that we're that right. we just can't, you know, like not making physical contact with people or or anything like that, or or just shooting the breeze, right? A, an actual conversation. How often do ministers just allow themselves time? You know, it's so easy to say I don't have time, or at least think that in your brain, but the best times I have is when I don't have time <laughs> really, where God takes away my sense of time yeah. you know and and so um it could be uh driving uh, someone to a doctor's appointment. I've done that a lot. Mm. Uh, well, I like uh going out for coffee and a meal, I've done the rock concert i've nice. done um just
1: helping people med set. Their house, Med set clean house. Clean them.
2: Clean them. <laughs> yeah, that I've cleaned up blood a, a few times yeah. off people's faces after they fall. And it, it it just like I said, I, I did not imagine I'd be doing a lot of what I got to do uh mm-hmm. working in group homes.
0: Yeah.
2: Is that amazing? Like No, I don't need to be online. I don't know so, why my phone is... So sometimes
0: cell phones listen to us, friends, and then <laughs> yeah. they talk back. <laughs> so if you could hear that, we'll have to check back on the on the audio. But uh, anyway, it's pretty
2: funny. <laughs> so uh, when I was sharing, it's funny how how technology can Absolutely. ring in and and um. But no, that is that is really the best part of it is when we let go. Of our own worldly securities, because it is a worldly security to constantly have a concept of what time it is, what you do, you know, your schedule. If you do everything that you set out to do in your schedule, I don't know what you're doing wrong. <laughs> no, maybe it's okay. It's okay to do things as planned. I, right. I like I like when plans work out, but yeah. I've I've come to accept that. Um, this line of work, even my own family, is not my own. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a, it's a um, great blessing to be, um, to grow in my faith yeah. uh, with God, my, my walk with God. Um, but like I said, going back to it, the best part of ministry is uh, knowing you can love someone that that is lovable, they don't even, they may not see that they they may feel unwanted or mm-hmm. or you know just I've seen a lot of me- mental health issues and uh, just they they just are really uh, depressed and they're conditioned to think you know, or to kind of guard themselves because they've been used to not having people around that care yeah. or, or whatever you know that is what that could be mm-hmm. and,
0: I think we. I like what you said there. several things, actually. We could back up all <laughs> the way to, to the um, worldly security piece. Yeah. Which, you know, giving up that, that concept of a worldly security. But, but here, this last one, you know, being able to love people who feel unloved, the power that is in that, the power that the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit has in using us for those purposes blows my mind in those moments, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's not us. Like we don't have no. the power to love somebody to the extent that God does, and, but we can be a conduit for the Holy Spirit to reach into somebody's life mm-hmm. and to maybe bring them back from the brink. Again, yeah. not because we're awesome and cool and have the right words. In fact, usually in those moments, we sound like idiots, <laughs> <laughs> right? I think, I think of like serious mental health, you know, one-on-one conversations with people you sound dumb or corny or ridiculous, or sometimes you don't even really talk at all. Cause you're like, I don't even know what to say, but the Holy Spirit uses those moments somehow through you, in spite of you, despite you, despite of your faults and failings and, and foibles. I like that word. Yeah. Foibles, um, and, and is able to love people through you. That's so cool. Like it's that's amazing. such a power. It's, and it's the power of the kingdom of God.
2: And, um, there's nothing new on, under the sun. I'm right. sure you said that a couple of times in this podcast. <laughs> Maybe but, once. but when you look at the Old Testament, how much garbage is in yeah. people's eyes, and, mm-hmm. and and the Gideon complex. You know, I'm I can't be used by God because like you're weaker than God's strength. That's not true. You know, <laughs> yeah. God's strength can pull you out of the weakest situations.
1: And I I think God's greatest, um, asset when he uses people is he use, he uses us, um, in the way that like we needed help, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, so me and, you know, Jenny have talked about just, um, the intellect, you know, kind of, uh, I need someone to uh, show me I'm not so smart without him, right? I need, (laughs) um, you know, we need, we need, um proof in a way but i mean we need it to make sense and god put people in our lives to make it make sense right and for you brian you're like the heart right and and you when you were younger needed someone to care and needed to know that god cared and now he's put you in other people's life to be that one to care
2: we don't we don't have time for that testimony (laughs) (laughs) i'd love to share it with you you but
0: you know what but that is so true but
2: yes not it wasn't my parents my parents were wonderful but it was just the world around me. Yeah. It, it, it was the world around me. The, everything I saw, it just didn't feel like I belonged. But now, uh-huh. once I knew about the kingdom, right, it was a whole whole new thing in my life yeah. that made sense of our place in this world and made me feel belonged. Like I belong to something, mm-hmm. to someone. You know that is Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. And when we try to make him out of this, oh man, man. <laughs> yep. When we try to make him like put him on our side, that's
0: yeah. Like, like we're the true Jesus team. Jesus is on my team. Like not your team, my team. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs>
1: I think he doesn't work like that. It's like when my kids are fighting, and I'm like, you're both dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I think that
0: is. Stop (laughs) fighting. You're both dumb. You're both dumb. Just stop. Like, just work together. Right. (laughs) No, that's awesome. Brian, I want to have you on again. Maybe maybe we record a second podcast later and get your testimony. But um, seriously, it's been super fun. I'm going to just... Call it just for time, but Amanda, I always give you last word. Do you have any last words for your husband here today? I would just say
1: that this is uh, the most handsome person we've (laughs) ever had on our podcast, and intriguing and delightful.
0: Uh, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Not biased at all.
1: all. No, it's just um, it's just fun. Um, You know, I know I am the more vocal of our ministerial team. But you have a lot to offer, and so I'm just really grateful that you finally said yes to being on this.
2: I worked it in my schedule. That's a hilarious (laughs) thing about it. I talk about schedules and stuff like that, and yeah, I mean we deal with busy schedules. Maybe sometimes things there's a reason things wait. I mean, and and when they come, there's just like wow, you know. And that's a whole story about our ministry calling too. About. God's, god's perfect timing, timing. god's mm-hmm. perfect timing yeah we wouldn't have been in in uh chicago the same time as you
0: correct so. that would never have happened <laughs> if, uh, if
2: right. we were in a different you, know, you
0: know. no i'll tell you what god knows what he's doing i'd like it sometimes if he could let us in uh on, on that <laughs> prior to when he usually does but uh but no this has been super fun um Brian, you are a delight. And I tell you, in a ministry partnership, you can't all have the same gifts because then it doesn't work. You step on each other's toes all the time. Yeah. But I think you complement each other well in your ministry. So yeah, super fun. There's a lot to chew on, friends. So when you listen to this podcast, you're probably going to have to listen a couple times because Brian had a lot of stuff there that you need to chew on. And I'm gonna, I am going gonna—I can't wait to, to edit this because then I get to listen to it at least one more time, if not multiple times. Um, so, but i'm excited that we get to be together all week so this yeah. is the beginning of our week here um, at camp mahaska so we're uh we're here all week together and so we might record more podcasts while we're here since we got free reign on access to people who uh, might want to be on so and we anyways, found a
1: room that's open just and like, we found
0: a room just throw it it's there. a little echoey but i think it's tolerable i'm hoping it's tolerable so anyway friends we're going to conclude with that and so, as I always do, remember, friends, God blesses us. Why? So, so we that. <laughs>
1: blessing to... No, let's
0: do it. God blesses us. Why?
1: So we can be a blessing to others.
0: So we can be a blessing to others, in case Amanda being on the other side of the microphone was not heard. Anyway, friends, we'll catch you guys next time.